you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we have a show at the end of the month in DC. You can buy tickets at whoweekly.us. See us live. It's going to be a real crapshoot, that show, I think. Yeah, we'll see. Could we'll see what happens. Way. It'll be good. Also, but like, who knows what, what's going to happen? What's it going to be? I mean, we don't know. Yeah, that's true. It could be anything. Truly. What a low energy beginning. How was your weekend? That was your, I mean, you started. I know, it's my fault. Like, sound excited about our show, at least. At least give our show a little bit more excitement. I'm really excited about the show, but I'm, what if it, what if, what if travel doesn't happen? I don't know. Who's travel? I mean, our travel, maybe. We're just taking the train, but the DC people, hopefully they can come out to our relatively small show. I mean, unlike Justin Bieber, we don't need to downgrade from stadiums to arenas. (laughs) You know, we're just playing some sort of, you know, theater, small theater. That's true. How was your weekend, Lindsay? It was great. How was your weekend? It was great. Okay, great. Amazing. Good to hear. I love that about that. Did you celebrate International Women's Day? I did, but we'll get to it later. But like, what did you do to celebrate International Women's Day? I texted you. (laughs) I texted my favorite international women, (laughs) woman, and I listened to the second half of Prism. (laughs) Honestly, it's one of the most important feminist pieces of of art of the of the 21st century are we still in the 21st century i really did i turned i started you started at ghost and then you just keep going on from there it's sort of like uh, peter pan like take a left turn at the whatever and straight on till morning it's like just skip to ghost and straight on until the end what do you think katie perry's gonna name her her child somebody said because the last name's gonna be bloom she's gonna give it a flower name it's gonna be really i think wasn't that dan um yeah maybe yeah yeah dan on twitter (laughs) that's true you're right but which flower like is peony, the thing? Peony, peony, bloom. Peony, peony. Oh God, it's gonna be peony. Rose bloom. Oh, that's all. No, that's too boring. Like, rose born. Um, no, she loves pink. Also, she sunflower loves sunflower bloom. No. But you know it's gonna be Katy Perry. Is like have been has been waiting her whole life to name a child something crazy. She loves she loves pink, and it's gonna be peony, or it's gonna be like azalea, carnation bloom. Carnation bloom, carnation lotus, lotus bloom. Oh my god! No, then then Christina Aguilera Orchid will, will bloom. sue her. Lotus intro bloom, tulip bloom. 
No, I actually think Peony Bloom, weirdly, is like the right one. Peony Bloom sounds right. But what if it's just completely off topic? What if it's like... What if it's Albert Bloom? What if it's like Stephanie? The best thing about the last name Bloom is that it could it kind of sounds Jewish. So it could be like... <laughs> So, like, if she names her kid anything that's, like, remotely, like, Sylvia Bloom, you know, that's, like, a golden girl name. <laughs> so, like, like, it could be, like, the most beautiful flower, but it also could just be, like, like, Marvin Bloom, who lives in, like, 4A and Marvin. you never met him. No, it's a girl. We know for a fact it's a girl. No, we don't. She said, I wish it, I hope it's a girl. I hope it's a girl. Oh, Which is- Abraham Bloom. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> I'm excited for this baby. For some reason, this baby really. Uh... Are you Jewish? No. Is Orlando? No. <laughs> What's the baby? Oh, well, Mordechai this... Bloom. <laughs> this is Amichai. Amichai <laughs> Bloom. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fun. Whatever. I think we'll always be. It's just sort of a, it's a generational thing. It's just like we're going to be 70 years old, like rooting for Katy Perry and Lady Gaga. That's just how it is. I know. I always think I'm going to age out of no. this, but I don't think I am going to age out of this. No, it's like how my mom still likes Carly Simon. It's like this doesn't go away. <laughs> like There you know? is something truly um, strange to me about the fact that like Lady Gaga is my exact age and we went to the same college. Like she's my peer, essentially. No, you were at you were at NYU when she when people were making Facebook groups that were like Stephanie Germanata will never be famous. I'm right. sure you saw that Facebook group and I, were like, who is Stephanie Germanata? I didn't join it. Yeah, no, I was too busy reading Perez Halton in like the computer lab or whatever with my friends on our break. <laughs> the computer. <laughs> uh, we bonded over an In-N-Out burger about three years at the Golden Globes. You and Orlando did. Yeah, he stole one off of my table. I was sitting with Denzel Washington and he took it. And I was like, wait, who? Oh, you're so hot. <laughs> Fine, take it. And then I saw him at a party and I was like, how are those onions resting on your molars? He's like, I like you. And then, you know, cut two. Oh, yeah. They've got to cater the wedding. Speaking of college, Misha Barton is being axed from the Hills reboot for being, quote, too boring. And she'll be, quote, replaced by her friend Caroline Damore. Damore in Demore. season two. Wait, why is that speaking of college? I, because we watched the Hills in college. Oh, you know? okay. Uh, yes. I, I mean, did, at least. Sure, a loose connection, but we'll take it. Sure, 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 sure. I can speak from personal experience that Misha Barton is too boring on the hills. <laughs> I think they I think they brought her on as a, as a ratings boost, and I think that they didn't necessarily need her, as it turns out, or she didn't really make a difference. Uh, mm-hmm. And I can understand why they don't necessarily need her anymore. She didn't really fit in with the rest of them. I definitely think auditioning is one of the worst parts of acting because the stakes are so high. I mean, if all the cards were right and fell into place, this could be like a total comeback. The paper says that you're offering toasters to new depositors. The bank doesn't take your kind of money. My money is green, just like everybody else's, and I earned it the hard way. Okay, well, that was a warm up. <laughs> Word spreads really fast if people are impressed and if they're not impressed. I know if I mess up right out of the gate, then my comeback could be over before it even started. You put whoever you got up there down this instant, Dwayne Seagraves, do you hear me? I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself over auditioning. I just really want this. Hey. 
Hi. How did it go? It went really well. I think it was good. Oh my gosh. It was pretty long. Yeah, yeah. She worked with me on it, so I think that's really yeah. good. Oh, I hope you get it. I know. Here's what I didn't understand, because I saw Misha's Instagram where she posted this headline from Us Weekly saying, exclusive Caroline Demore joins season two of Hills Revival. Misha Barton will not return. And Misha, Misha's caption was, LOL, where do people get their reporting from? As if anyone would watch at Caroline Demore try to hawk her boring-ass pasta bowls and greasy pizza on <laughs> oh, TV. Crying. Tried that, and it was like watching paint dry, cry laughing emoji. Get the story straight first. And I didn't, like, I don't really know their relationship, so I honestly couldn't read the tone. It I was could like, be joking. Is this her being like, I'm friends with Caroline, LOL, this is really funny that they would think we're fighting? Or is this like, I'm being a petty woman i hate this person this is like good luck you know like i don't i don't know how to read this tone do you well part of me is like this is fake because there's nothing more kind of expected than fake feuds on the hills i mean spencer kind of like already started this essentially fake feuding with his sister for the new season essentially Remember how long that went on? I mean, TBD on whether that was real, but I still believe that that was fake. So yeah. this is confusing. And then she writes in a comment below that, nobody knows what's really gone on is slash is going on behind the scenes, and I just can't stand behind false reporting. Nothing bothers me more. The weirdest thing about this is that the first comment is from, of course, Justin, Justin Makita. Makita, He's uh, always Justin the Ferguson's first comment. Husband. He's always the fucking first And his comment. comment makes me feel like it is fake because he goes when I tell you I'm cackling which is like mean I mean he's you know he's laughing it almost it almost feels like everyone knows that this is part of the shtick and she says she's gonna do a podcast about it but even even the Instagram story where she like I just have to clarify doesn't clarify anything well then it's weird because then she comments then on her Instagram story they're still friends the Instagram post is still up right and then she posts mm-hmm. a story where she writes I just want to clarify because I hate having to answer comments. I'm sorry at week at us weekly on the <laughs> at Hills. We do not always film together. It's always really segregated. Oh God. And I have no <laughs> idea at Caroline DeMore had actually been invited to set. Oh my God. This is so weird. I've been in my own headspace and last I heard when I was brought her, when I brought her on the show last season. So everyone knows we shared the same manager at the time. They told me to stop bringing her around because it was boring content. What? And I didn't have her back until she turned on me for not doing enough. Maybe this is something that needs to be patched up in private. Yeah, clearly, unless it's totally fake at this point. Oh. I would really like to move on. Yeah, this is totally fake. I'm sorry. I now I just switched. This is totally fake. Even that is confusing to me. I'm just like, is Misha Barton fully ignorant of everything? Like, are they leaving her out of the loop? Or is she like very knee deep inside the loop? For her to say like the producers said, the producers told me she was too boring. That's, I can't, I can't. It's fake. Well, I will say Caroline Demore is better at this, at like social media fighting than Misha Barton because I understand her tone immediately. Thank you for the sudden surge in at Pizza Girl official sales this morning. Hashtag not stooping to your level at Misha Barton. Real women don't bully other women. Pizza slice, kitschy, kissy emoji. Love this. And the pizza reason she's heiress. doing this is because she's a pizza heiress, and she's. I hate that there are so many heiresses. Heiresses or heiresses? Heiresses. 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 Oh, well, there's a pizza guy named Pizza De- Joe DeMore. Pizza DeMore. Of course it's Joe DeMore. <laughs> oh, no. Pizza DeMore is my father. I'm Pizza Girl. <laughs> Joe DeMore 
owns a lot of pizza restaurants in Los Angeles, and she is Joe Damore's daughter, and she has her own brand called Pizza Girl that is just like pizza sauces, like jarred pizza sauces, terrible logo, and I guess they sell them at Gelson's? Yeah, of and course Amazon? they sell them at Gelson's. I, when I saw her name, something clicked like pizza heiress. Like, how do I know this girl and how do I know this pizza place? And I, at first, my first thought, which is even sicker than this, I thought that this was the pizza place that Patrick Schwarzenegger bought. Like, he remember when he franchised a pizza restaurant? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then it wasn't that. So then I was like thinking, thinking, what was this? And I realized that this pizza business had been on <laughs> Tabitha's Salon Takeover. Remember when Tabitha's Salon Takeover became Tabitha's Business Takeover? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I don't care anymore. And she just yeah. did random businesses. Okay, so season season one, episode one, literally the first episode of this sh- show, which is why I totally watched it. They went to try and quote unquote save Caroline Demore's pizza business. Demore's Pizza has been serving up East Coast slices in Los Angeles for 30 years. Everyone in Southern California has heard of Demore's. Using his grandmother's 100-year-old recipe, Joe Demore opened multiple pizzerias across Southern California. Now, an investor is offering millions of dollars to take the Demore's pizza brand national. And we have someone who has a lot of money. Someone who doesn't give a about the business. But Joe's daughter Caroline has her own ambitions to expand and rebrand her dad's traditional pizzeria chain. I feel like my father's vision is very kind of old. Stuck in the middle between the investor and his kids, Joe must make a choice, keep the business in the family or sell the Demore name and retire. It's my family legacy that, you know, we didn't, sorry, marry in years later. And it was like the ugliest pizza stores alive. And Car- and Tabitha was like, this is so not chic. And that and was like the entire episode. It was incredible. But what I didn't know about her is that she's been, quote unquote, around the scene as like a pizza heiress slash DJ slash friend of Paris Jackson for quite a few years. Love it. So how did you get the title Caroline Pizza Girl? So that was not by choice. I grew up in a pizza family, the Demore's Pizza family. Um, we have several locations ar- around Los Angeles. And, you know, just like growing up in Malibu, walking down the street, I would hear people literally scream, pizza girl, like so <laughs> annoying. Like Brody Jenner and all my friends that I grew up with, and they're all like, what up, pizza girl? And I was like, no, that's not who I am. And I actually wanted nothing to do with it. I was a total party girl rebel. I went into the I snuck into a club very young and uh, saw DJ AM DJing, and I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, wow. I don't want to say the word. No bad words. Like, (laughs) bye-bye pizza world, like, music, here I come. This is so gross. I can only see the thumbnail on the Bravo episode. Yeah. But I guess they're trying to get into the... um the trend of having a wall that you take photos in front of for Instagram. I think this was a few years ago, too. But their wall is like wings that are that are pizza slices so they look like they're wings but they're pizza slices and they're dripping cheese and sauce it's really gross yeah you stand why would you take a photo in front of that because you want your you want your wings to be pizza slices that are dripping (laughs) cheese and sauce you wouldn't be able to get any lift with those wings let me tell you what's nice about this pizza girl this uh, pizza girl thing is that it's a press release so at the bottom it says when caroline is not stirring sauce she can be seen on the turntables Honestly, the same hand movement, so kind of works, around the globe. Whether she is opening for Diplo or spinning at a fashion event, 
Her excitement for life extends into all her endeavors. Her signature pizza slice, jewel-encrusted headphones, keep her pizza girl persona with her at all times. The thing that's funny about this, though, is that, like, her brand is pizza. Yes. But, yeah, it makes it makes sense because it's her, her family business, but there's nothing more basic than your thing being, I like pizza, even though pizza is the best. I mean, it is a it's a branding. Like, I get it as a branding. Being a pizza heiress is interesting. But, like, if you're a pizza Everyone heiress, pizza. you better own, like, you know, like Delio's or, like, you know, you better own, like, Pizza Hut or you better own, mm-hmm. I mean... I want you to be a pizza heiress in true form. Like, what is the biggest pizza brand that you could be under? Mm-hmm. A Pizza Hut or whatever, you know? I don't know yeah. why I keep saying Pizza Hut. What other pizza things are there? <laughs> and it's just like, because everyone loves everyone loves pizza, even people who are, like, gluten-free, they have celiac, they can't eat cheese. Like, they find ways to make, like, the pizza that is okay for their diet or their restrictions. Like, pizza is truly universal. Yeah, that photo of her drinking pizza out of a wine pizza sauce out of a wine glass that's in like lingerie genius, is though. good. Come on, that's genius. That's genius. Drinking marinara sauce out of like a a big wine glass is iconic. Like she's great. <laughs> so the other thing that I briefly mentioned is that she is really old time best friends with Paris Jackson, mm-hmm. which is interesting because she is fourteen years older than her. So I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure how that friendship came to be because they implied in some of this that they were they've been friends since they were younger, but. She was 14 when Paris Jackson was born. So I just don't quite mm-hmm. understand how that happened. And the other thing is she's she's hung out with because she's like an L.A. girl and she's 34. So she's around the same age as Kim Kardashian, and all of them. So she's hung out with all those people, Paris mm-hmm. Hilton, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and it has been photographed with them. And of course, she's done every single thing possible to like exists in the spotlight meaning she released music you know she's on a label the misha barton thing is kind of too real because when i interviewed them i actually had to interview misha barton again because she didn't say anything the whole time like she was just not oh, able right. to discuss yeah. anything. And it was just really, mm-hmm. it was really weird. And also engaging everyone in conversation. Every time I talked to Misha, I'd have to change the subject because she wasn't on the original Hills or Laguna <laughs> Beach or anything. And so you couldn't really like, she couldn't really engage in that, in those conversations. Yeah. You know, Yikes. Yeah. all they wanted to talk about was either those shows or their children. And she had, she couldn't talk about either really. Anyways, mm-hmm. point is, is that doesn't surprise me that this, they're, they're doing this and that she's, like it's it's an easy it's an easy get i gotta say i find a pizza heiress more interesting than misa than misha barton so i know i think the pizza heiress is a great get for the hills actually this is kim kardashian backstage at the ashley page show here with my best 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 friend in the entire world because we all have a million caroline demore we do have a lot the number one model in the ashley page for Girls Gone Wild fashion show. We are huge Joe Francis fans as well. He's one of my greatest friends. I'll speak for myself. Um, Are we talking about MySpace here? Yeah. Well, Caroline and I are in a huge MySpace war. She gave me her (laughs) screen name and her password because I have to add myself. Her best friend has to add myself on her top eight. I'm not on her top eight. Only because I don't don't want to talk about Computers. Everyone who is on my top eight has done it themselves. Who set up your MySpace page, Caroline? Not me. My friend Dory and my boyfriend Matthew. That says and it all. And that's why the first two are both the movies that he's working on. And the second one's, the third one's Dory, my other friend. Speaking of movies, Caroline, how was the movie you just finished? 
Oh my god, I did. I just finished my first lead role in a film, and I'm really excited. And um, um, it was with Talia Shire, um, who I admire um, from, you know, The Godfather, and Vincent Pastore, Big Pussy from The Sopranos. It's called Pizza with Bullets. I'm really excited. I'm a lead, and the director just told me that I held my own with these Academy-nominated actresses and everybody who was in it, so I'm really excited. And he also offered me my next role, which is really cool. It starts January. And how, um, the most important part of the movie, how was the wardrobe styling, and did you get a special little black dress for your love scene from any special best friend stylist? I did, actually. You helped me out a lot. Who else do I go to when I need something like, you know, because I don't wear stuff like this. I wear stuff like this. So when I need something ba-boom, I go to Kim K's closet. That closet is amazing. And um, she worked it out for me. What was the designer of that dress? It was amazing. Dolce & Gabbana? It was Dolce & Gabbana. She made me That's hot. what friends are for. That's what, okay. And yeah, you left your glasses at my house that day, and I still have them sitting on the counter. When are you going to give them back? When are you going to give me back the black dress? I could not click this link of Sandra Lee finding Justin Bieber's lost cat. What happened here? Sam Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like, I idealizing oh i want to learn francais so when i go to francais i can speak french <laughs> with the person in you go france. to quebec <laughs> but really i'm speaking i'm speaking on a like dream level which is also great use rosetta stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting but also practically it makes more sense for me to learn spanish and if i'm gonna learn spanish i'm gonna do it on rosetta stone that's amazing They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language with Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. Andrew Lee as in Andrew Cuomo's ex-girlfriend, Sandra Lee? Sandra Lee as in Andrew Cuomo's ex-girlfriend, Sandra Lee, found Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber's lost cat and posted it. Well, posted the story, not posted, I found this cat. Posted the story of how she found the cat, called the number, and it was Justin Bieber. That's literally the whole story. I will say, though, the story is cute, even though the cat is definitely one of those, like, illegal cats that you're probably not supposed to buy and own. <laughs> like, one of those cats that definitely belongs in a forest, like, well, should not be domesticated. Well, she a lynx. Well, search sushi, search sushi the cat. So... This is the post. Sandra Lee added a new photo of her to her album, Justin's Cat, in Los Angeles, California. This is on Facebook. 
Guess what walked into my backyard last night? My best friend and I had no idea what it was or who it was. The cat almost started away. Then all of a sudden it was all over us. So very thin, very emaciated, very emaciated, but so sweet. (laughs) And it was so beautiful. I was thinking, this is not an ordinary cat. The cat looks like a baby lynx. He was starving, cold, scared, exhausted, and stuck with porcupine quills, but he was happy and excited at the same time. Three, three in parentheses, cans of tuna and a bowl of warm milk later, the painful quills had been removed and we are cuddling on the couch, blah, 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 blah. Uh, she, I took off the collar and called the number. I thought the young man on the other end of the phone was going to either burst out in shrieks of joy or burst out in tears. He was so happy, shocked, and stunned. I still had no idea who it was. Blah, 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 blah. And guess what? It was Sushi. Didn't realize. Sushi the cat, as if she, like, knows who this is, was a whole thing. Oh, yeah, she didn't realize. Lost for three weeks all alone. I can't even imagine what Sushi's three weeks of hell running up and down Beverly Hills Mountains was like. Yeah, how did this cat survive not getting eaten by a a coyote or whatever in well, L.A.? They, they are more wild. Like, I think this cat is not has not been domesticated for long enough for it not to be like comfortable out in the wild. Yeah. I don't know. The irony of Lynx the cat being a pretty much a cat you should not own in your house and the idea that it would survive the LA wilderness. Like that's what saved it was that it was kind of not technically a house cat is Yeah, he rich. they are the largest. I'm 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 quoting what is this? Mercury News. They are and and Peter was so mad when he did this. They're the largest domesticated cat. He paid $35,000 for two of them. Sushi and do you know the other one's name? No. Tuna. Oh. So, Sushi and Tuna, he paid what what is that amount to? Like $17,500 each. It's a $17,500 cat. And Peter was mad that he adopted them because there are so many rescue kittens that need to be rescued in LA. Um, but they're like, as far as I can tell, they are legal. They're just super, 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 super expensive. Right. Oh, they are legal. Mm-hmm. They're just like very, the the most bred cat they're you could huge. ever breed. Well, it's, uh, the New Yorker described Savannah cats as, quote, living room leopards and as a particular kind of status symbol for looking like, for people looking for a, quote, feline SUV, an indicator that its owner is rugged and adventurous, if only in his habits of consumption. Yikes. Like, is that why the cat survived it's time maybe. out in the wilderness. I but also, also maybe it was literally hiding under a bush behind Sandra Lee's house for three days. You know, like it, it maybe it just was hiding for a long, long time. think the cat made like a beeline for Sandra Lee's house? The cat knew where it wanted to go. The cat was like, save me, please, from this. Yeah, the cat The cat wants semi-homemade cat food. It's like, I want my Purina, but mixed with a little like actual chopped up chicken. You know, well, like I want did... the homemade cat food mixed with homemade food she did give him two cans of tuna and some milk which is funny to me because it's like the most typical cat food that you would imagine if you just thought of if you've never owned a cat before and you were just like cat food tuna and milk it's a cute i mean of course it's of course it's a cute cat i just wonder if if she fed him any um kwanzaa cake maybe a menorah cake (laughs) (laughs) we are going to make the most amazing angel food harvest cake for kwanzaa take your angel food cake and you're going to cut this in half. Be delicate with it, of course. This is so airy. What was the what was the the blue like Jewish cake for? What holiday was that for? It wasn't for anything. She just made it up. It was just like <laughs> she just was making cakes for holidays to be like inclusive. Blue and white. But there are no 
there she didn't actually research or look into any traditional food from anyone's cultures. I don't even know what a, is a Kwanzaa cake a thing. No. Okay, thank At you. At least not her version of it. Well, that's true. Okay, well, that's true. That's true. That's true. And my first gift to you is the gift of cake. Cake that doesn't take any time to bake. A cake for all occasions. These are so simple because they start with angel food cake. Perfect for the holiday. Right out of the grocery store. The first one I want to make is going to be for Hanukkah. And, of course, Hanukkah will be blue. The icing just from a can. You're going to put quite a bit of food coloring in here, just blue food coloring. And make this any blue color that you want, whatever goes with your decor. Where it was just like an angel food cake and then she dumped canned apple in the middle of it and then put in like decorative table candles shoved inside of that it. Was Not even that was insane. That was insane. Like candles that you get like when there's an emergency and the lights go out. <laughs> Not even like birthday candles or like, yeah, what, why would you put candles in it? Whose birthday is it? It was like, it was like red, green, and black. And she was like, look, Africa. Sandra Lee is, um, that show, people make fun of that show and, and people make fun of it. People made fun of it contemporaneously, but that show was extremely fun to watch. That was an entertaining show because it was so absurd. And occasionally she would have like, a, a kind of helpful tip that was like, oh, how to just like jazz something up with this little like store-bought pack of spices. You know, like occasionally it was a little bit helpful. To be fair to her, that is actually how I cook. Like the concept of buying something and adding your own little things. So you don't actually have to cook it, but you just you're like, oh, it's special because I added like serrano peppers into like already made onion dip. That is my style of cooking. Yeah. To be Her honest. whole thing is like, oh, I, and then you take this thing, but then you add a packet of taco seasoning, and then it's like all generic, and it just says like taco or like French onion soup mix. That's her key to everything. Well, but French onion that's good. soup mix is fucking delicious. <laughs> that is the key to everything. It's so French onion good. soup. French onion soup mix them right, like the Lipton yeah. French onion soup mix oh, that makes them dip. It can make anything. I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through her Facebook just like see what she's up to and it's exactly what you'd imagine. It's not. I mean, it's just like she appears on random shows. She was at the Macy's Day Parade. She just, she takes photos of herself in the bathroom, like wearing a hat, wearing a dress, and happy national aunt and uncle day. I mean, she's truly. She is, no offense. It is funny that she looks like a Stepford wife robot. Like she has that sort of like. She does. Distant stare. She does. It's like a very generic blonde white lady. But, like, she looks like she's from Connecticut, even though she's absolutely not. Because her whole story is that, like, I grew up without... I grew up hungry. Like, I grew up extremely poor. And, like, I had to learn how to cook for myself. That's sort of her narrative, isn't it? Like, it's a yeah. it's a background of poverty. And this is, you know, how I learned to cook for myself. Right. She had a story. Everyone really mm-hmm. liked her. She was very likable for quite a while. The, the Kwanzaa That's cake a- thing is, like... Is the viral internet take of it? But she, before that, she's very she was very successful, you know. And I mean, at the very least, people make fun of her Kwanzaa cake and her like generic Jewish cake. But I feel like there's no. Correct me if I'm wrong, or don't. I feel like she's not actually a problem. I feel like she's just sort of embarrassing sometimes. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even call her intentions good. I feel like her intentions are just sort of like really bizarre. And she's definitely not somebody that anyone under the age of, like, whatever knows. I mean, she's not 
a modern celebrity. She's definitely those- not within the the range of like chefs that we think about, even like via mentioning on Top Chef. She hasn't really stood the test of time, to be honest. I mean, her show and not Food on Network anymore. is so much. Food Network is so much reality and competition shows now that it's like we've lost those early days of Food Network, where it was just like a lady in her kitchen shredding rotisserie chicken and adding french onion soup mix like it's not just that anymore Mm -hmm. so even young people who watch food network these days aren't really familiar with her i wouldn't think no not at all a week ago she loves her cocktails a week ago she sold her house in westchester and fulfilled her dream of buying a house in malibu her dream that's good that's good when i was younger i was a waitress at the malibu abode my sister kimber and i picked out houses on the pacific coast highway and i promised myself that if i ever made it i would go back and buy myself a house on the water that's nice watch her like have done something very problematic that we're not realizing (laughs) but i'm just saying well dating cuomo is the most like dating cuomo is dating cuomo's a problem yeah that's like a huge dating cuomo's dating cuomo's is sort of i mean it's it's like it's sort of like you're dating a criminal. Like, but she did I don't know. break up with Cuomo, so yeah, like they aren't together anymore. Also weird that the pimple popper woman is also named Sandra Lee. Did you know that? Yeah. So whenever we've you talked about Sandra that, Lee, yeah, we've, we've talked about her. She's a more famous Sandra Lee now. Oh, that's a bummer. I don't like the pimple popper. She grosses me out. Also, Sandra Lee should have convinced Cuomo to fix the subways. <laughs> Which Sandra one? Lee, it, she should have done it. The pimple popper. No, the <laughs> the ex-girlfriend, Sandra Lee. I wrote all these postcards to Sandra Lee, and I was like, please tell your boyfriend to fix the subways, and she never wrote me back. Well, she's too Ugh. busy scoping out houses on the Malibu coastline. Right as she broke up with Cuomo, she's like, well, that's the next goal. Okay. Ben Affleck is dating Ana de Armas. This is scandalous. This is kind of, this is kind of scandalous because what I love about this is I forgot that Ben Affleck speaks fluent Spanish. Oh, yeah. I, I fell in that hole over the weekend because I also How? forgot. And I just started watching. I started watching so many clips of him speaking Spanish. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I love Ben Affleck. Like, Is it I a f- problem to love Ben Affleck? No, I fucking love. I love Ben Affleck. Es para ti, sabemos que eres grande. Wow, muy impresivo, gracias. Primero que nada, gracias por estar aquí. Gracias por hablar español. Gracias por defender nuestra lengua. Y sé que tu hija me estaba contando backstage, tu hija habla mejor español que tú y eso te frustró. Sí, es muy difícil. Mi mi hija tiene 14 años y ya es un poquito mejor que yo. Qué bien. Pero Siempre supe que tuve acento mejor porque aprende español en México cuando tuve 13 años, vive allá. Y entonces supe que no tengo un perfecto vocabulario, los verbos, pero tengo acento. Increíble. Y entonces estuve trabajando con Ana de Armas. Correcto. Y pregúntala, escucha a mi hija y escucha mi acento y dime cuál es mejor. <risa> mi hija di, dijo cosas en español y entonces yo... Well, it's literally in your DNA to love Ben Affleck. I know, but it's, it's just not like, really in it's mine. a disease because the problem is like, I loved Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, then Matt Damon became so fucking annoying. And it's but like Ben Affleck, right? He's Every, just such a all of yeah. the love I had for Matt Damon sort of washed onto Ben Affleck in the last year. Yeah, I isn't know. that weird? 
Well, I'm rooting for him because I want him I was to sort of like, do, I want him to be okay. Yeah. And I was sort of like, oh, Matt Damon's such a sweetie, but it's like, oh wait, you kind of suck. You right. kind of suck. He does. I'm not like, I don't hate Matt Damon, but he kind of revealed some of his true colors. And I was like, eh, nah, not for me. There was just some like, we, he, he took it too, f- yeah, yes, his opinions are bad. That whole drama with the Project Greenlight thing was insane and so unnecessary and so like, and again, he didn't, he was so bad at apologizing for that stuff that I was like, okay, if you can't apologize, I really don't right. know how to help you here. And I feel Meanwhile, like Matt, ben, Affleck ben Affleck fucks up a, every day. And he can apologize. He can. He can. Okay. But we're not, Ben Affleck is the them. We're talking about like what's going on Ana with Ana Armas so it, is currently a who. Hollywood has a gun to our head saying Ana de Armas is going to be a them, whether you like it or not. But that I is mean, what's happening now. This is like another step forward in that direction because if she's going to date Ben Affleck then I'm going to pay attention to her sorry (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's how tabloids work so there was a tweet from January 19th 2020 Ben Affleck behind me spitting game to Ana de Armas in Spanish all night long is a vibe I bet he was just really excited to use his Spanish you know you Mm -hmm. know when you're like you get to use your skill so the reason Ben Affleck is fluent in Spanish is because he worked in Spain. He, I mean, not Spain. He worked in Mexico for a while as a kid, and he spoke Spanish there um, when he was Impressive. like a teen. And then he never, it like, he became fluent as a kid, and then he never stopped speaking it, and so now he remains fluent. And he speaks in, like, a Mexican accent. It's, like, very... Hot. It's, well, it is. Hot. But it's just, like... When an act, anytime an act, like, you know, like, when, when, like, an actor you don't expect to know a second language, like, goes on to, like, French television. Yeah, Bradley Cooper in French. Oh, I also hot. Oui, on comprend que c'est vrai. Ouais, ouais. Mais comment vous faites pour avoir ce niveau de français? Ah, j'étudiais à Aix-en-Provence. Oui, alors ça, oui, ça, je le savais, mais c'était quand? Ah, c'était longtemps, hein? Ben oui. Ouh là là. Mais comment, mais alors comment vous gardez ce français? J'habite ici à Paris, hein. J'ai passé le mois d'août. L'adresse, c'est... Non, je... Bradley Cooper speaking French is fucking hot. The hottest thing about Bradley Cooper is that he speaks French. The hottest thing about Ben Affleck is that he speaks Spanish. What are other celebrities that secretly speak fluent? There's so many, but... Oh, Michelle... Uh, not Michelle Foster. Jodie Foster is, like, looking for any excuse to speak French in something. Jodie Foster speaks French. There's some, there's some really funny actor who speaks, like, fluent German. Sandra Bullock speaks German. Is that who that's you're thinking of? That's who it of? is. Yeah. That's who it is. Yep, that's who I was thinking of. Ah, Mensch, bin ich nervös, weil da drüben auf dem Boden liegt meine Sprache. <laughs> okay, um, in was für großartigen Zeiten wir leben, weil irgendwann war ich mal Kellnerin, dann war ich Putzfrau, dann war ich Diskotänzerin, dann war ich Hundefriseuse. It's not the people who... You have to be surprised by it. It's the su- it's the surprise of speaking it. And note in that we're only well. naming white people. Where we're like, can you believe this white American I can know. speak another language? I know. But like, it's kind of rare. And it's it's more the surprise. Like, I'm not expecting Ben Affleck to jump out here and speak fluent Spanish with like the like a precise accent, and that's what's so delightful, you know. Even though it's like he should get no credit for that. Meanwhile, Ana de Armas is like, I speak two languages and no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> right, literally. Like, I, yeah, right. I I came here, learned English, and Every Latina actress is like, I speak six languages. And then meanwhile, Ben Affleck, like, says one sentence in Spanish. And I'm like, like I'm so horny. <laughs> <laughs> but I so do Mike's love. Like, I speak eight languages. I do okay. love that he used his, his skill to, like, say what's up. And then they went mm-hmm. to Cuba together where, and they hung out in Cuba. 
because isn't she from Cuba partially? Ana de Arbus is Cuban, yes. She's Cuban. So she, so they were in a movie together, Deep Water. It wrapped. It was like a sexual thriller. And I read the plot and oh, oh boy, yikes. Okay. Anyways. I love sexual thrillers. They were talking about... Do you know who wrote the book? Who? Patricia Highsmith. Oh. <laughs> Talented Mr. Ripley. Talented Mr. Ripley, also Carol, also sort of, sort of a problematic woman, but you know... The point kind is of that queer icon. she wrote this movie that they are starring in that's like about a yes. man and a wife, a, a wife and a husband, like killing, essentially. Like, what I murder. did not know about this until I listened to Little Goldman this week was because they were predicting next year's Oscars and they were just going through like movies that are coming out. Mm-hmm. This movie was directed by Adrian Lin. And right, who hasn't important? directed a movie in like a million years. But his whole thing is sexy thrillers. Right. He did Fatal Attraction yes. and Unfaithful and Indecent Proposal. Like, this guy loves a sexy thriller. Unfaithful was his last film, and it was a really long time ago. So this is, like, really exciting for multiple reasons. And Too hot. if these two date, then it's going to be even more. This movie's going to be huge. because this movie's going to make like, $500 million. Right. I'm seeing it. i got to see this. i got to see this chemistry. I just saw. I went to go. I went to go see fatal attraction at the draft house and it was amazing i cannot wait for him to make another movie oh yeah so God. this movie is going to be exciting for many reasons them dating only adds to this right and only adds to people being like oh she's gonna be them she's gonna be them she's gonna be them she's gonna be them i mean no one's saying yeah. it but you know we're saying but it. she's also playing but she's also playing marilyn monroe this year like she's i think in six movies that are confirmed in 2020 like she's having she's her blowing up you know Jude Law, 2004, Jennifer Lawrence in 2011, whatever year that was. You know, mm-hmm. like she's having the year that it people have when everyone learns their name. I love you know? it. Yeah, This no. is her year. This is it. Fine. Great. <laughs> you start filling up. Although <laughs> yeah. poor Anna had to eat all those beans. I ate the beans. Those beans. Oh, all God, this. Oh, oh, my God. God, just yes. crushing that plate of beans. Mm-hmm. Oof. You like, actually really ate those too. She I ate did, it. like spoonful. I mean, because you had to do it for the scene, but yeah. she, she she committed. She How do you feel about beans Didn't now? eat after two days, you <laughs> know, yeah, for yeah. the next two days. But yeah. <laughs> Can you still eat beans? Like what if someone brought I'm in a plate of beans? I'm all I eat is beans, like okay. actually. Okay. <laughs> 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 Thank God they didn't scar you for life on that one. Yeah. <laughs> in my mind, I don't, I don't know if they actually like each other, but... <laughs> In my mind, this all ends with him getting back with Jennifer Garner. It's his one last hurrah. I think he, I think they fake fucked on this film, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times. It was probably And then hot. they're like, oh, let's real fuck for right. a little bit. And then they real fuck for a little bit. And they're like, eh, I don't really like you anymore. Well, I think it's like, it, right, exactly. But also he yeah. speaks Spanish. So she was like, oh, this is actually convenient for me. I'll let this mm-hmm. drag on for a little bit. We'll get we'll get cutie headlines for this, right? But I think the the uh, sexual thriller of it all really pulled them together, and I don't discount that for a lot of for this kind of dragging on this relationship or whatever. He's like a Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, yeah. but starring Ben Affleck as God. the okay. Romola Garay role. You gonna, how many times are you gonna mention Dirty Dancing Havana Nights? It is one of my favorite this, films. <laughs> I'm yes. Yelling, although you're just not yelling. To show you, every time someone tweets, I'm yelling. Like you're I'm not fully yelling. speaking at a normal volume. Right. I'm yelling at this cast the for the upcoming sexy thriller directed by Adrian Lin, based on the novel of the same name by Patricia Highsmith, starring cast. Let's actually read the premise: A married couple who have fallen out of love with each other begin playing deadly mind games against one another that begin seeing those around them dying. Okay, that's a terrible written description. But that's I, love I it. think that's actually fuck. That's not actually grammatically correct yeah. okay cast first build 
Ben Affleck. Uh-huh. Second build, Anna de Armas. Are you horny still? I'm still horny. I'm horny. Third build, Tracy Letts. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a movie unless Tracy Letts is in it. It's not a sexual thriller unless we Who put Tracy Who does he Tracy play? Like Letts. the doctor? He's always like the doctor. <laughs> The doctor, the manager, the lawyer, the publisher, the the lawyer, the dad. Right. The narrator. The next person is Rachel Blanchard, who is, what's her name? The fake. Cher from Clueless? Clueless Yeah, the fake Clueless. Rachel Blanchard is in this. She's the worst. Okay. She's such a terrible actress. She was the worst as Cher, but maybe she's better as just herself acting. Maybe. Maybe. Wow. How dare you insult Rachel Blanchard? She had no she had no shot. She had no chance. The odds were stacked against her. You know, maybe we don't want to learn how to make cookies. Maybe we want to learn how to use that that what's that table with a song in the middle of it? Table saw. Right. I mean, maybe we want to master that. Maybe we want to learn how to use that thing that makes all the holes and the 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 wood chewer smoother. The wood chewer smoother. And wait, no we don't. No, we don't. I'll see you in shot, Mr. Hubley, if you're man enough. Share. Okay, what's next? Two dark things in a row that we'll like just touch on because I think. Yeah, sex, 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 sex. Yeah, the, oh, we have to go. We should do that as a segment again, just regularly. Okay. So we have two yikes, 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 yikes moments. The first one is that Jared Leto nearly died in a rock climbing accident. He posted a picture that he climbed i mean he went climbing with alex honnold who's like the best climber in the world he's the guy from Wait, is, that documentary what's that what's that move what's that oh free solo yes. free solo so he went, he went climbing. climbing with free solo don't go climbing with free solo and he was like i almost died and it's like yeah duh no because shit. you're not you went climbing with free solo celebrities are so dumb sometimes and also free solo doesn't give a shit about you like if you're dangling free solo is going to be like oh i'll help save you like he's just going to keep on trucking Free Solo doesn't have empathy. That's his whole thing. Of course, Jared Leto is best friends with Alex Honnold. Like this, ugh, Jared Leto is so, talk about somebody like sinking quick into Hootam. Just, he's just sinking to me. Well, he's so furious because he, his Joker. Joker didn't matter. Right, his Joker. And now Joker is like getting Oscars and it's not that Joker. And he won his Oscar for a problematic performance. Yeah. And no one likes talking about his problematic performance. Yep. So his Oscar basically didn't count. Right. It's true. Oh my God, that's so true. Yeah. Because Oscar Leto. didn't count because no one likes talking about that movie. No one really, like, stands Jared Leto anymore. Oh, no. Hell no. Because it's not 1993. Also, my mom, when I went home last week, they were talking about my my long hair because I'm growing it out. Uh-huh. And my mom goes, because uh, I was wearing a cap. Do I was they, do they cap. like it or do they not like no, it? No, they like it. My okay. sister's like, no, I love it. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, yeah, no, I think it's great. Oh, I love that you're growing out. I've always wanted you to grow out your hair. And she was like, you know what your hair looks like? It looks like, what's his name? Oh, it just looks like, um, Uh-oh. what's his name? Oh, no. Matthew, um, you know, from Matthew, the tech, he's from Texas. McConaughey? McConaughey, yeah. She thinks your and hair looks like Matthew McConaughey? Like, yeah. And then my, my sister started, like, laughing so hard. And she goes, Mom, do you need me to get you a picture of Matthew McConaughey? And she was like, no, he looks like Matthew McConaughey. And my sister was like. Oh, my God. Wait, but was she thinking of him in some role with longer hair? I have no idea. But she said I look like Matthew McConaughey, and my sister was, like, crying laughing because mom said I look like Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) You don't look like Matthew McConaughey. No, I know I don't look like Matthew McConaughey. Maybe a role he had longer hair that your mom is thinking of. Maybe. (laughs) 
Mom is so nice that she thinks you look like Matthew McConaughey. I know. I was like, thanks, Mom, but that's the craziest thing I've ever heard my entire life. <laughs> um, okay. What's the other dark thing? So I'm sorry. Want- going going rock climbing with free solo. <laughs> Get out of here. Like, what do you expect? Like, you're going <laughs> to die. He's not going to die. You're going to die. It's like, oh, I'm going to go race car driving with Dale Earnhardt or something. Celebrities are dead? so annoying. Whenever there's like, whenever they want to do anything, they have to do it with the best person at it. It's like, can't you just surf like a normal person? Why do you have to surf with like a surfer? Like Kelly, Why whatever, do you have to Slater? surf with the woman who lost her arm? Yeah. Right. You don't have to do these things. Like, like just oh, fucking... I'm going to learn how to cycle. I'm going to cycle with my buddy Lance Armstrong. It's like, go to hell. <laughs> just get a bike. It's like, Jared Leto, go to the gym. There's a rock climbing wall Just at like your gym. You don't need climb. to go with Free Solo. I know. Email Free Solo does not give a shit about you. Why would you even want to be friends with Free Solo? He doesn't <laughs> care. His own girlfriend is like, he doesn't know I exist. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> great documentary. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about this other dark thing. Let's just move on to the next topic. Wait, no, I didn't even see this. So the um, So the FTC sent out these letters. Love them. When the FTC sends out letters, be worried. The FTC sent out letters to uh, 10 influencers scolding them for their spawn, but mostly scolding the brand they were working with because they were all copying and pasting from this specific brand, uh, Teamy. It's always fucking Teamy. Teamy. How is Teamy still around? And the, because of the celebrity, (laughs) because of this shit. And so the celebrities were, this is amazing. The list is Carly B, Jordan Sparks, TV host Adrian Bailon. Actor Alexa Pena Vega, remember her from Spy Kids. B- model Brittany Renner. Darnell Nicole from Wags Miami. Actor Janika Lopez. Actor Layla Milani. Instagrammer Princess May Love. And fitness influencer Katya Elise Henry. That's a nice spread of, of people. So they sent them all these warning letters, which again mean nothing, but they're just like for show. They're almost like performative letters. Mm-hmm. So imagine getting a letter from the. F- this is Adrian Bailon's letter from the Federal Trade Commission, and it's literally on the like a government website. It's you can amazing. click and see Adrian Bailon's, or excuse me, Adrian Houghton's letter. Teamy warning letter. So it's a subject <laughs> warning to prominently disclose payment endorsements. This is so funny. So oh my god. The they go through, you know, you were paid by Teamy to create this post in a federal court complaint filed today. The Federal Trade Commission alleged that the post was deceptive because it lacked a clear disclosure that you were paid to promote Teamy project products. And the issue which is really funny is you're like what what was wrong with the disclosure? They strategically put the t- hashtag Teamy partner below the fold so you know when you like are on instagram and the the caption goes below the fold you have to click more to see the rest of the caption or they put like dot 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 yeah so they were teamy was sending out text that just that put the teamy partner below the fold thus it was not clear and conspicuous in addition, there was no disclosure in the video. Because the video could be wow. viewed without anyone seeing a disclosure, you should disclose any material connection in the video itself, not just the text portion of your post. There are many ways to make a disclosure in a video, such as by saying that brand sponsored this post or I'm partnering with brand. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, that's why that's why I feel like we, we're very grateful every time we get an advertiser. So we don't mind being like, this is an ad. Up top. Lead with it. Who cares? Everyone finds out eventually. Be open. I just love that they're still gaming the system with this shit and thinking. The other thing is that it's very clear that these are ads. Like, I don't yeah, know who they still, think are catching with this. Yeah, but I, I actually am happy that they're sort of t- 
taking a stand on this because hiding them below the fold almost defeats the purpose because they know no one clicks more. They know no one expands terrible captions. So, like, this is no actually good of them. Um, Lindsay Lohan is on Cameo. Hi, everyone. I'm Lindsay Lohan, and I'm so excited to be on Cameo and connect with you all. <laughs> Do you know how much she is? $250 or something. 350 That's honestly cheap for Cameo. For some... For some cameo. I don't think this is going to last, to be honest. I'm not sure Lindsay Lohan's good at, like, getting her work done, meaning, like, doing her cameos. I mean, cameo is aggressive. They probably send emails out to, like, every single celebrity who is not on the service, like, twice a week saying, you should join this. You could probably make X amount of money. Or, like, you could feasibly sell for... They they will tell you how much you are worth. They know. Right. But the thing about so cameo they probably told her is that it's like hard to do meaning you have to like keep up with it right it's like mm-hmm. homework and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm we did it right and it was fucking hard and it was the worst we did it we for a week even and we were popular. like this sucks <laughs> and it was ten dollars and there's another app and the thing is there's that other app that you have to download whenever you are a cameo person and then you get your requests and then it like it activates the selfie camera but then it keeps so the way it works is like it activates the selfie camera but then it puts the script on the screen as well so you can see it and so it's like, you have to download this app. You have to open up this app. And it's sort of an aggressive thing that stresses you out. So I can only imagine what it's like to be a celebrity getting like dozens of them a day. I mean, at $350 a pop, Lindsay Lohan, that's certainly worth it for Lindsay Lohan to do as many as she even can. Even if she got one a day. Yeah, the right. The annoying she do it. thing for me, which I don't even think they fixed, was that they were all public and you could find them all. And it well, was we like, turned them off. We emailed them. And we were like, yeah, absolutely but, take these off our profile. But I think it I think it came out that you could easily access any of them. Like they weren't actually God, hidden were even so after bad. they hid them. So ours like Cameo, so get it together. Bad. Yeah, oh Lindsay Lohan's on Cameo. Oof. I got the press release. I forget from who, whether whether it was from Cameo or from like Lindsay, but she posted a picture of herself and Woody. We got Allen it from. It was and, from Cameo, and then joined Cameo. So it was like truly a big day from uh, Lindsay Lohan. Oh my god, the Soup Nazi is on it for sixty dollars. That's a good deal. It's kind of blown up. You can the the fun thing about Cameo, though, I will say, is that it's so niche. Like the people on it are so niche that getting somebody a Cameo is actually really special because you can find someone so niche that they love you know like the mm-hmm. soup nazi or like somebody from an episode of below deck or just the, the yeah the lowliest the lowliest smallest celebs you know to to get them a message this is a fun game who's more expensive a or yeah. b who's yeah. more expensive jesse metcalf or kathy najimi jesse metcalf kathy najimi jesse metcalf's 95 kathy najimi's 150 okay do that i'm again. only gonna do like three of these okay. who's more expensive anthony scaramucci Eric Roberts. Anthony Scaramucci. That's right. $100 versus $65. Who's more expensive? Oh, that's... Oh, wait. Oh. oh. Who's more expensive? Sherry O'Terry or Luann DeLesseps? Luann DeLesseps. Sherry O'Terry by $25. She's $150. Luann is $125. And then the last one, who is more expensive? I need to find a second person. Christina Milian or everyone is Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter is more expensive. Yep, two hundred dollars versus one twenty-five. Okay, we're done. Let's move on. Game, we gotta play that game again. That's a really good game. Quick, Markless, I have two headlines for you, and both are winners. Both are from page six, and they're both a day. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) 
is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with Tor announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh, You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Part, okay. Is there time to put in the theme song? Of course there is. Right here. What is the national animal of England? Am I supposed to know that? March 8th, 2020, 5.55 p.m. <laughs> British teen kisses Meghan Markle, says, quote, <laughs> she really is beautiful. March 9th, 2020, 9.08 a.m. UK schoolboy apologizes to Prince Harry for cuddling Meghan Markle. <laughs> I think they both have to win because they're sort of an A.B. They're written by the same guy. <laughs> You need them both. No, they're that, both They're winners. both the winner. They're both the winner. See, on one hand, a British teen kissed Meghan Markle and said she really is beautiful. On the other hand, the UK schoolboy apologized to Prince Harry for cuddling Meghan Markle. Cuddling? I, I mean, the most click. important thing that they did this week was, like, post that amazing photo of the two Ugh, of them, like, under this, the umbrella. The rain? Ugh. I mean, that was magic. magic. That was magic. Magic. And then she wore a red dress, too. Okay, let's not get it. This is not the Houdet <laughs> text chain. We don't need to get into this. <laughs> Okay, let's play a game. Um, So as you all know, yesterday or two days ago for the listeners was International Women's Day, which is the day we celebrate women Mm -hmm. internationally. So many celebrities posted about International Women's Day on Instagram. They were all over the place. And so I compiled as many of them as I could find on Sunday and screen capped them and then made a quiz out of what I found. And hopefully this is fun for you, Lindsay. Want to start? I love women, so yes, it will be fun. Okay, cool. Question one. Uh-oh. Who posted a single photo of herself with the caption, never underestimate the power of a woman? A, Sharon Stone. B, Catherine Zeta-Jones. C, Michelle Pfeiffer. D, Jennifer Lopez. I think that's got to be B, Catherine Zeta-Jones. That's right. Ding, 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 ding. Never underestimate the power of a woman. Okay. Next question. Brie Larson didn't use the International Women's Day hashtag on her post for International Women's Day, but she did post a quote from which writer? A, Joan Didion. B, Susan Sontag. C, Toni Morrison. D, Kristen Cavallari. I gotta go with Toni Morrison. 
Nope, Joan Didion, Joan Didion, Joan uh, Didion. I knew you would guess Toni Morrison. Well, come right on. Now. It's Brie mm-hmm. Lar- Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Okay. Ellen Pompeo posted a photo of her... God. Ellen Pompeo posted a photo of herself for International Women's Day alongside a caption that began, Being a woman isn't always the easiest, but it is definitely extraordinary. Here's to all that have come before us, struggled, and paved the way, and here's to our continued evolution. Heart. How did the caption end? A, by shouting out a hotel for giving her a place to stay over International Women's Day. (laughs) B, by shouting out the car that she drove over the weekend for giving her an International Women's Day adventure. C, shouting out a streaming service for giving her some, quote, me time for International Women's Day. Or D, shouting out a wine brand for giving her something to drink on International Women's Day. God, I want it to be D, but I think it's C. It's A, shouting at a hotel for giving her a place no! to stay over International Women's Day. No! Thank you, at Parker Palm Springs, no! for giving me a place to bask in the sun on this special day. Hashtag International Women's no! Day. No! Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, okay. Next question. Wow, a legend. Here's a quick one. Emily Ratajkowski obviously posted about International Women's Day with a photo of herself. Is there visible ab crack? Yes or no? Yes. Yes, there is. Ding, ding, ding. There is ab crack in, in Emirata's. It wouldn't be Women's International Day Women's Day without Emirata's ab crack. <laughs> okay. Um, Rita Ora. Uh, Rita Ora's mother posted an Instagram oh, with the caption. Vera. Happy International Women's Day, my beautiful souls. In the carousel were images featuring Vera with her, Rita, and which other person? Elena Ora. <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross. What? Brittany Snow. No. Or Salma Hayek. Oh, I know this because Rita and Vera went to Salma Hayek's International Women's Day brunch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the answer is Salma Hayek. I was like, my beautiful souls. And it was just Rita and Salma Hayek. And I was like, what? That's okay, it? But wasn't there other pictures in the carousel that had her actual family in them? Like in a later other- photo? No, that's the one that Rita posted. But also oh. Vera posted too. In the ma- in the carousel that I'm quoting, it was literally just Vera I mean, and Rita and Salma. Maybe she just loves Salma Hayek. It's fine. Yeah, she loves Salma Hayek. Okay. Um, Uncommon James celebrated Independent Women's Day. God, Independent Women's Day. <laughs> International Women's Day on Instagram by posting All a photo of Kristen Cavallari. International. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uncommon Jane celebrated International Women's Day on Instagram by posting a photo of Kristen Cavallari with the caption, Today we're celebrating at hashtag International Women's Day and all of the women around the globe who make a difference every day. Tag all the babes who inspire you below. Everything she was wearing was linked so you could buy them by tapping. But how did Kristen Cavallari celebrate International Women's Day on her personal account? A, with a photo of her daughters from behind that read, I celebrate with them every day. Hashtag IWD. B, it's time we made celebrating women a little more common, which is why you can give a special gift to the woman in your life for 20% off all week with promo code IWD. She didn't do that. C, today I'm celebrating mama. Hashtag IWD and then a photo of her and her mom. D, she didn't post about IWD at all. She didn't post about it at all. She didn't post about it at all. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Uh-huh. Wait, I love the the copy that you wrote for Uncommon James. Thank they you. should hire you to do it should, that. It should be a little more common. They can't afford me. Okay. 
who <laughs> who posted an old photo of a woman with this caption? An old photo of a woman or an old like an woman? old like a like a like an old photo like a photo from like many many decades ago. Like a vintage ago. woman. A vintage photo of a vintage woman. <laughs> My mom, born oh. Donna Jean Taverna, two and a half pounds. Her crib was a cigar box. Midwife set her aside and said she wouldn't live. Wait, she was tiny, but a fighter, and she survived. Wait. She didn't have the most independent life, but made sure I did. Wicked smart and resilient. A beauty in every day. A beauty in every way. I honor you today. International Women's Day. Prayer what? hands. Who posted that photo? Wait, what? A Gina Davis. <laughs> yeah. Gina Davis, Marsha Cross, Michelle Pfeiffer, or Gretchen Mole? Gina Davis. Michelle Pfeiffer. Her mama was put in a cigar box after she was born. Why did okay. they put her um, mama in a cigar box? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. How did Betty Who celebrate International Women's Day? Oh, God. With a naked selfie of her in bed, with a naked selfie of her in the bathtub, with a naked selfie of her in a lounge chair, or with a naked selfie of her posing in a mirror? Bathtub. Bathtub, yeah. She's, like, covered in soap. Okay. Cool. Um. Which of these international women is not in the collage posted by Diplo for International <laughs> Women's Day? <laughs> With the caption, these people changed who I am as an artist and continue to change who I am as a person. Happy hashtag International Women's Day. Okay. This is, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people. You have a lot of options, yeah, but I only one it. of them Who's isn't not there. not in it. Charlie XCX. She is. Britney Spears. Uh, I think MIA. Uh, Rita Ora. Rita is. Missy Elliott. Oh, no. Madonna. Oh, no. Beyonce, okay, this too Nicki many. Minaj, or Poppy? Poppy's not in there. Poppy's in there. <gasps> Missy Elliott isn't. Yikes. Isn't that wild? Poppy made the cut. Do you think it's just all women he's worked with? Yes, all women he's worked with. I don't know that it is, but maybe. Okay, but like Poppy's in there? Because has he worked with Madonna? <laughs> probably. Yes, probably. Well, Missy Elliott was not there and I found that weird. Okay. What two posts did Olivia Wilde upload for International Women's Day? Two? He, she uploaded two. One, an ad for Jaguar. And two, a regram of Jennifer Lopez doing Flip the Switch meme with A-Rod. One, an ad for HelloFresh. And two, a regram of her doing the Flip the Switch meme with Jason Sudeikis. C, one, an ad for Thinks period underwear. And two, a regram of Jay-Z doing the Flip the Switch meme with Blue Ivy. Or one, an ad for Absolute Vodka, and two, a regram of Elizabeth Warren doing the flip the switch TikTok meme with Kate McKinnon. Last one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was an ad for Absolute Vodka. That was technically for good things, but it was still at the end. It ended with Absolute Partner, hashtag ad, hashtag sponsor. But no International um, Women's Day. But it was, it did say hashtag International Women's Day as well. On the vodka ad? Yeah, because Incredible. it was like for International Women's Day, Incredible. for every comment, Amazing. Absolute Vodka will donate $1 to some charity. Incredible. Okay. Did you comment? Uh, No, I didn't. What the I fuck? Should have. Do you hate I women? I should have. I know I should have. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. A few more. <laughs> Which of these women did Jonathan Van Ness not post a selfie of themselves posing with on their Instagram carousel for International Women's Day? A, Candace Bergen. B, Margaret Cho. C, Sharon Stone. D, Hoda Copy. The first one. Yeah, no Candace Bergen selfie. Okay. Kaylee Cuoco's International Women's Day content was a big ad for what product? Are you just asking a, me? Oh, okay. A, earning four times the points with Dunkin' This Daylight Savings Challenge. Oh, would love that. B, Starbucks Blonde Sunrise Blend Coffee, now available at home. C, Stumptown's monthly coffee subscription service. <laughs> 
or D, Chameleon Cold Brew's large fridge bag. This was all tied to daylight savings. It's like coffee daylight savings. I'm going to say Starbucks. Ding, ding, ding. That's correct. Because she deserves it. It's not going to be fucking some lower brand. Okay. Feeling positive even after losing an hour of sleep. And ready for my at Starbucks Blonde Sunrise Blend Coffee at home. These blends will definitely brighten up your spring mornings. They are delightful and everyone knows that I know coffee. Hashtag Starbucks Sunrise. Hashtag ad. Also, it's hashtag International Women's Day. No, you don't get to add <laughs> and that in. Let, and let you me remind you. You don't get to add that wait, in. Wait, 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 wait. Also, it's International Women's Day. And let me remind you, we can do anything. <laughs> What? Okay. <laughs> it's so funny. Which celebrity name is not written on the naked body of Courtney Stodden for her International Women's Day post? I'm sad that you already sent me this, Sorry. but whatever. Maybe you don't remember. Halsey, Rose McGowan, Marilyn Monroe, or Camilla Cabello? Okay. I know that Halsey's on there, which is so <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> I know Malala's on there. Yeah, Malala's on there. I know that Marilyn Monroe is on there, but just says Marilyn. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Camila Cabello made the cut. <laughs> yeah, she's not there. She's not there. Who okay. else is on her body? Like, it is kind of... Demi, Demi Lovato, Lovato was on it, too. Halsey, Marilyn, Rose McGowan, Maya Angelou, covered up by her hand, Dylan Farrow right near her vagina, and Malala up the side of her leg. Like, she it's didn't like, run out of space, but it is weird, the placement of everyone. Well, the placement's weird, and also, at, it's kind of a random hodgepodge of women. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, there's yes. not really a theme, it's just women. Demi Lovato and Rose McGowan and Dylan Farrow being on the same naked body of Courtney Stodden is not, like, a, a fluid thought. Yeah, she's like, check out my OnlyFans to see all the other places these names are hiding. <laughs> um, okay. Camila Cabello probably is on there. You just can't see it yet. Yeah. It's like in like in the cheek. Okay. Um, <laughs> under boob. Okay. Which male ally posted that terrible photo of... The, I have to send it to you. The one of like the, the ladies room symbol. And then that's just like the full silhouette. And then it shows it um, with a cape. And it says it was never addressed. This thing. Which... Which male ally posted that silhouette, oh, but then someone oh. puts it so it looks like it's a woman it was wearing never a cape. A dress. And it says it was never a dress. Like Which male dress. ally posted this? But can Josh I say something Gad. about that? Not hmm? to be rude. What? If it was a cape, she's not wearing any underwear, any pants. <laughs> so if the dress was a cape and a shirt, that means there was she's wearing a cape and no bottoms. She's wearing a shirt and no bottoms and a cape. Yeah, well, she's a hero. She's a superhero. She doesn't <laughs> have to wear bottoms. She's full vagina out a t-shirt a casual t-shirt and a cape okay sorry who posted it yeah give me the option <laughs> she's she's beauty and she's grace she's wearing a red cape okay which male ally po- which male ally posted this josh gad matt mcgory idris elba or Derek huff um Derek huff <laughs> ding 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 that's correct yes! yep. he has so many strong women in his life okay and then the last the last photo. How did Gemma Collins celebrate International Women's Day on Instagram? With a post of her, A, with a post of her mom, her and her mom, alongside the caption, my hero, now and forever, hashtag IWD. B, with a post of her and her best friends, alongside the caption, International Women's Day. 
C, with a selfie of her in a double mirror, so there are three of her, alongside the caption, me, myself, and I, hashtag International Women's Day. (laughs) Or D, with the caption, happy Sunday, beautiful people, sun emoji. This is a message from your queen. I am speaking. I saw a very concerning video that there were no toilet rolls left in the the supermarkets whilst being away. This is all I'm going to say. We must keep calm and carry on. Hashtag International Women's Day. And then it's a photo of her on a boat with her cleavage. Okay, you can't. There's no way you wrote the last one. Like, you you are not that good. So it's got to be the the last one. I saw a very concerning video that there was no toilet rolls left in supermarkets whilst being away. That's all I'm going to say. We must keep calm and carry on. Hashtag inspirational women's day. She got it wrong. <laughs> it's not inspirational. <laughs> inspirational <laughs> women's day. Uh, so really this whole game was just an excuse to read that perfect piece of it's in- Instagram not art. Inter- it's international, inspirational not women's day. Inspir- <laughs> Okay, I love international. This is a Women's message Day. from this is a message from your queen. <laughs> I heard oh, no, there were we're no toilet, toilet rolls paper. left. <laughs> she's so funny. Where does she I've... live? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm actually crying. She's good. God, she is like... good. Ugh. Okay, let's do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? I'm so excited to finally share hashtag how to be lonely with you. March 13th, midnight local time. Local where? You live all over the place. Yeah, Rita, you like um, don't have an apartment. Where is you local? You guys knew it for so long and have been so patient. Pre-order and pre-save at the link in my bio, XXX, uh, lightning emoji, lightning emoji, uh, shooting star emoji. I don't love the visuals here. I'm a little confused. It's like... She's like it's like gold goo. It's she's like... like she's, like ra- she's like wrapped in gold goo and her eyes gold are sad. Goo. Gold goo. <laughs> the the gold goo is like dripping. It's that stuff. It's that like um It's gold goo. It's gold goo. She's wrapped in gold goo. It's, it's like, like uh slime. But it's that slimy. It's like whenever Keanu gets out of the matrix and he wakes up in his little pod. Okay. It's like imagine yeah, if that gooey like that. were gold. And it's called you know, How to Be Lonely, which is sad. I don't want a sad read a song. I think that uh Lewis Capaldi is in it because in one of the No, so he teasers wrote it. for it. He oh he wrote, wrote it, but he's it. not featured in it. No, so further down, I also did the same research. You have a you have a sun, a sun article that uh, the headline is "Right Man for Rita." Get it? But it's like right, like oh writing. right. Louis Capaldi has written Rita Ora's new single "How to Be Lonely," which is a nice. I love that pairing. I really like that pairing. Um, I mean, honestly, give me Louis Capaldi over Ed Sheeran any day of the I week mean, t- when it comes to like Brits writing music for women. Okay, Brit sure, men writing but music like for we've women. only heard, like we haven't even heard that many Louis Capaldi songs. Like we don't even really know if he's... I like that song more than Ed Sheeran songs. All of them? There's something so <laughs> All of it. unbelievable so about songs. Ed Sheeran's aesthetic. No, but I know, but like I... I believe the sentiment of Louis Capaldi's music. Ed Sheeran's music is also contrived and like artificial sounding. Like he sounds sure it's because he's been writing for so long, but like Ed Sheeran music is so robotic. Like there's not yes. real emotion in there any really of that shit. There really is actually no 
they're not actually that much alike. They're only alike in the fact that they're both kind of funny looking, funny looking British people. No, well, no, Capaldi's not British, but Scottish. like funny looking people from over the pond. Capaldi's Scottish and Ed Sheeran's British, which we've made mistake. We called him Irish, but he's British. Charmingly funny looking songwriters. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> but Ed Sheeran, I feel like, is like chaotic evil. And I feel like Louis Capaldi is a sweetie. Well, he did build an illegal pool in his backyard. Very chaotic. Okay, He's a so bad neighbor. What else is she up to? I'm so excited Rita has a new song coming out because it'll balance all this other shit that she's doing, which is like so much shit. Um, we got a shout out in a write-up about this, oh, this fashion show that Rita Ora was in. Thank you, Fashionista, for like... You know, really doing our job for us. Mm-hmm. Want to read this? Mochia Prada, with the help of Katie Grand, who's been known to mix up the casting at her Mumu shows by sprinkling in some famous, familiar faces. For fall 2018, it was Elle Fanning to open and close. For cruise 2019, she brought out Uma Thurman, Alexa Chung, Rowan Blanchard, Sadie Sink, and Gwendolyn Christie. She surprised and delighted the audience at her latest Paris Fashion Week outing yet again on Tuesday afternoon when actor Storm Reid stepped out wearing the first look. She was followed by two Hadids. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, which one? Okay, well, obviously only two Hadids. Okay, two Hadids. There are four Hadid models. I mean, there are three. Onward models, the mom. too. Oh, and the Onward boy. Onward models, too. Okay. Well, these were the, I think these were Gigi and, and Bella. Kaya Gerber and Rita Ora. Someone page who weekly. I love that when Rita Ora is involved. It's only, we're the only call. <laughs> <laughs> um, then next up, here's a Daily Mail headline. Picture exclusive. That's one long party. Giggling Rita Ora emerges with a sheepish-looking Joey Essex and a host of celebrity pals after 24-hour party session. The singer 29 and the reality star 29 began their night at Ting's Magazine X Top Man party at Laylo Members Club on Thursday Jesus evening. Christ. Rita hosted the impromptu all-night after party at her London pad, which continued until 5.15 p.m. on Friday. The pair met through Rita's friend Vaz Morgan, 31, owner of Ting's, who used to appear on The Only Way is Essex with Joey. Vaz is always on her Instagram. Like, he comments always. on everything. They're best friends. He's They're always hanging so out. So she, okay, so he had an event, which was this Ting's magazine party, right? Love Everyone a fake, to Rita's house Love after. a fake magazine. So they had a Ting's magazine party. Then they went to Rita Ors for the after party. And the best part is they all left and they were all wearing the same clothes. And she was wearing different clothes because it's her house. So yeah. she, she She can changed. change. <laughs> she can change. <laughs> she she changed. While Rita changed her outfit, Joey and the rest of the group were wearing the same clothes from the night before. Well, it was her house, so she changed. Mm-hmm. So they had a they had a fucking banger of a party at Rita's. But in case you're thinking that Joey Essex and Rita are dating like that article implies, he has a girlfriend. So I don't mm-hmm. think that's the case. They met uh, while filming MTV's X on the Beach. Uh, in an Instagram story, she showed that she was wearing a, a surgical mask on a plane. Don't do that. We don't stand the- that. The hospital people need those masks. Don't buy masks. Especially this Wash one that has like little characters on it. Okay, that's a little yikes. See, just one last thing. There was a great blind item that had that was really revealed. Because it was, whenever they're revealed. Which is what means, we speculated. Yeah, the news has already happened. But the blind item is actually older than this. Like it came out at the end of, it came out a while ago and then just got updated. So this is from Crazy oh, okay. Nights. There was nothing oh, got updated real. with a reveal yeah so the yeah so it it posts like months before and then when it when the news comes out that matches the blind item they release they they, add the answer update it and add it yeah so 
There was nothing real about the relationship between our favorite foreign-born B-plus list singer slash sometimes actress and the offspring of the foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor. She wanted some fame boosting and he wanted sex with someone he had a poster of in his wall when he was growing up. Raph Law and Rita Ora. Yeah, love that. (laughs) Yeah. No comment there, but that speaks... No comment. It's just a blind... It's like Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey where Nick Cannon was like, I... Had her poster on my wall when you I was mean, a kid. It's Ooh, like so Katie weird. Holmes and Tom Cruise. Remember those talking points where yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah, I grew up. Okay. We're done. Thank you for listening to Who Weekly. Call in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, concerns. We might answer them on our Friday episode of Who's There. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for weekly bonus episodes and occasional mini daily episodes. Buy tickets to our live show in DC on whoweekly.us. Buy, t- buy merch at whoweekly.us and um, have a great week. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. You will say that.